0: Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with intuitive life coach Dave Shep. Dave pulls from his corporate experience and a bit of new age woo-woo to help you find your own personal power and step up to lead others. Listen in for help merging your physical, emotional, and spiritual life to reach your full potential and live your passion. Let's get started. Here is your host,
1: Dave Shep. Hi, leaders. How is everyone today? I hope you're having a good week. It's been a great week for me. It's been about a week now since my book released. Uh, I talked about that on my last episode, and uh, it was funny. I think the the day that it actually released, I, I couldn't wipe this stupid smile off my face. It was it was really awesome. You know, I've been working on it for a while. Um, I've been working on several books for a while. People ask me, well, why don't you just do one and then um, get that published and then work on others? Uh, For me, though, it's kind of like a, a, it helps with my writer's block. Because one book that I'm doing is, is, there's a lot of research involved. And so when I I get at a, a block or I get at a standstill with the research or I need to wait on a response from somebody, um you know i i still have creative stuff that i want to do so uh it helps me to really go at it uh with trying to stay creative and in that mode and then sometimes if i get tired of one topic and i want to flip-flop to another topic uh it worked out really well so the book that just released um was something that it was very easy for me. Like I didn't have to research it. It, it, it all just came for me because it was based on my own life experiences of things that I've done in order to help me become a gift to the world. <laughs> so I'm sharing it with you. And that's the title of my new book is you are a gift to the world. Um, so learn how to become your own hero. So these are things that I want you to, uh, to always be. And hopefully when you listen to my podcast, these are things that I always try to share with other people and, uh, and and go uh, to make you happy and successful because if I can share my gifts with you, then I'm going to make you shine. And I actually um, called one of my chapters out of my book uh, because I think it, it's very important to figure out what gifts that you have and what makes you special and what makes you unique because when you can find that, then you share that with others. And then they shine as well, and a lot of us haven't figured out what our gifts at gifts are yet, and a lot of people think they don't have any gifts like like i don't I'll meet clients, and I get started talking to them, and they're like, "Well, I'm really nothing special, and I'm kind of a fuck up or just the opposite to where they think they're God's gift to creation, and they're so successful, but they're successful because they're doing some either bad things or wrong things. You know, they're treating people like shit. They're stepping on people. They, they don't have integrity. Um, And sometimes, you know, when these people come into my life, I think it's for a reason because I'm, I'm either there to help someone realize that they do have potential or realize or help them to realize that, yeah, they have great potential, but they're using it badly. And, and and that is a big thing that I work with with some successful people is that they they come to me because they're not fulfilled and the reason they're not fulfilled is because they've had to make decisions that has went against who they are and, and they've hurt people and they don't want to do that and and I commend them when someone comes to me and says you know what I'm, I'm really successful Let, let's let's buy a package from you and um, see where this takes me I'm willing to go on this transformational journey. And then two weeks later, they're like, screw you Dave, I quit. You're an asshole. <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, stick it out, you wuss. Um, but I do, I, I hold up a mirror and and it it comes down to some people really like the fact that I can show them who they authentically are because we are all authentically good. We We are all good people and we're connected to each other and we all share the same hopes, dreams. We just share different experiences. Some people feel like they have to fight for everything they have. Some people feel like everything they have has just been so easy that it's just kind of been given to them. And some people don't have all that they want and they just feel like they never will. But the truth is, is when we come into alignment with who we really are, when we embrace our gifts and the different types of gifts that we have and understand them and realizing that something that might be small and minuscule to you is huge to another person. You know, knowledge and wisdom come from, from age, but if I can teach you knowledge and wisdom at an early age so that you can understand who you are better, then it's going to give you something more. You know, I, I have someone who always refers to me as, I'm, I'm his cheat code to life. You know, he would have made level 100 without me, but he just got there quicker because I was in his life, and I, and I love that. I, th- I think that's a a great analogy because that that is what I do. Is I find the unique skills and gifts of people, and I help them to realize how special they are, and then I help them to realize to act in a compassionate manner, so that they can rise to the top and bring others with them, rather than rise to the top on the backs of people that they've knocked down. And I want you to be a leader that creates leaders. I want you to be a leader who is so secure in who you are and so successful in who you are that you bring leaders up with you. So that in 20 years, when it's time to retire, you have 30 people around you that are going to continue Running your company and living and and pursuing your dream because you've inspired them, your dream has become a shared dream of theirs, and you have all of this incredible support. But you can't make other people strong. You can't help other people to become leaders, if you're not a good leader. So in order to figure out your leadership style and who you are as a leader, you need to know what your gifts are you need to know how to trust your gut because you respect and love yourself so there are some questions that i want to ask you today to kind of help you identify what your gifts are and you know if you want to grab a piece of paper and and kind of write stuff down as we go you can Um, you know if you just want to mentally think about it or take out your phone and put notes in if you're driving, don't do that. <laughs> um, but I, I just want you to to kind of figure out what what some of these answers to these questions are. Because that's going to help you understand what your gifts are. And I'll try and give examples along the way as I answer these questions. And then we'll kind of go from there. So first question is, what do you enjoy doing? And that's a real easy one. What is it that you enjoy doing? Do you enjoy working in an office? Do you enjoy working on a computer? Do you enjoy coding? Do you enjoy being in the outdoors? Do you enjoy barbecuing? What is it that you just really enjoy? So make make a list of those things. Because that is something that will kind of lead you into a career that will kind of lead you into a passion that will kind of lead you into a side business or a side hustle that might one day turn into a really profitable company or a change in a career that might make you feel more at peace and whole. I I have a friend who works in banking, but his heart is outdoors. He loves the outdoors. He loves everything about it. He is one of the most outdoorsy uh, people that I've ever met. And he's good at what he does. And he he loves to hunt and fish and, and, and travel and hike and all of these things. But when he goes to work and he's in a suit and he's good at what he does, but his heart is always outdoors. So he started an outdoor side hustle. You know, tour, tour guide-ism kind of stuff, you know, um, just really doing some stuff on the weekends uh, and at night where he's actually hosting people and taking them with him. And it is becoming very, very lucrative for him. And it's something that he's enjoying. And it it's crazy because he just, he bought a Jeep recently. And he wants to just uh, kind of make the Jeep to where it it has everything that it needs in it to take someone out for a weekend um, and just show them what what it really means to explore incredible places. And that kind of thing is amazing because he's getting paid good money for it and he's enjoying it and he's enjoying meeting people from around the world while he does it. And Wyoming is a beautiful state for him to explore, you know, with people. So it's those kind of things because he enjoys doing it. He turned it into a side hustle and that's a lot of what you can do as well. Like, what is it that you enjoy doing? You know, if you enjoy barbecuing and you have the, you know, a secret rib rub recipe that that you've invented have some fun with that, get it bottled, get it on sale somewhere and you know, share it. Um, because these kind of things they really do take off. And if it's your passion, if it's something that you want to do, then if you enjoy it, that makes a world of difference. The other thing I want you to think about is who are you when you're at your best? And what I mean by that is some of us are at our best at night. Some of us in the mornings. Are we a morning person, evening person kind of thing? So when you are at your best, who are you? And a lot of people don't think about this, but like for me, I'm at my best in, in the mornings. Like the first four hours that I wake up, I'm usually on fire. That's when I do most of my writing, most of my creating. It is definitely that time when I'm at my best. But who am I during that time is something that I really didn't think about at first. But I realized that who I am when I'm at my best is a creator. Like, and I'm I'm a really good creator. I come up with all these amazing ideas and all these amazing things, and I have so many projects in the works because I just I, I constantly create. But when I when I'm at my best, I'm confident you know, I don't procrastinate. i work down on my checklist. I, I do my to do's. I, I mean, I am literally on fire with my team, with coaching my team, with everything that I need to do. And then once the afternoon hits, um, uh, it's funny cause it's like, okay, I'm, I'm a little bit tired now, even though I, you know, I had a good hour of sleep, but I put so much effort into my creating that it, it just drained me. So, I realized that in the afternoons, um, I'm, I'm not at my best and I'm kind of drained. And sometimes when you're drained, you get some self doubt sinking in and, and all of these things. So, I realized that afternoons and evenings are not good times for me to take business meetings or to take huge meetings that are going to uh, impact me in my future because I'm not at my best during those times. And I find that in the evenings, is when I'm relaxed enough that I really feel like I'm a great coach because I've had a a good morning and I've I've rested some in the afternoon and then by evening when I do some coaching for my one-on-one clients, uh, it's it's pretty incredible because I'm in this relaxed Zen mode and I can listen because a good coach will actively listen. And not only just listen, but just kind of help guide you so that you can understand what it is you're going through. So when you can identify when you're at your best and then who you are when you're at your best, that's a good way to figure out some of your strengths. One other question is, what has been some of the most important things that you learned from someone or that you taught yourself? You know, write down some of your most important life lessons. One thing that my mother-in-law said to me, gosh, 15 years ago when I was whining about something and she says, well, the reason that you don't have it is you just don't want it bad enough. And like the whole table went silent and I I was like, huh, (laughs) but I can tell you that it was something that hit me at the, at the dinner table. It hit me on the drive home. And it hit me for the next six months after <laughs> that one simple sentence and that one way that she imparted love and wisdom on me because on I then I had to sit back and go, okay, so what do I want and how badly do I want it? I remember making a list of priorities in my life that I wanted to do. And then I ranked them from how bad I wanted them. I think I did like a four star system, one, two, three, four stars. And the four-star things that I wanted badly, they became my priority. And I started to problem-solve and figure things out because of that. And it's a life lesson that still to this day I, I, I use. You know, I wanted a book published. I didn't do it before because I didn't want it bad enough. But this year, I decided that I wanted it bad enough. And I did it. The other thing I want you to think about, another question is, when did fear hold you back and what happened that helped you turn it around? And and this is a good one because there are many times where fear in my life has held me back. You know, fear of someone finding out that I was gay, fear of someone finding out that you know, I I worked on my own and that I didn't have a huge business. And and I I was a brand new life coach, you know, fear of people knowing who I really was, because even though I'm a life coach, I was insecure back then. And all of these fears and these fears held me back from my true potential. Because I think that a good life coach is afraid. I think that a good life coach knows that he doesn't have all the answers. I think a good life coach has made lots of mistakes and they're kind of They're kind of a mess, but they turn it around to become mentors. They turn it around to say, Hey, I used to be this. So I know exactly where you are in life. And I dug myself out and I'm a success now in all the things that I hold dear. Let me show you how, let me give you that roadmap. Let me, let me give you this cheat code. And a a good life coach is someone who's vulnerable and says, yeah, I fucked up. I hurt people. I did this. I did that. But I regret it. And now I choose to live my life a different way. So when you have a fear and it's holding you back because you can't be authentic, you need to turn it around. What have you done to turn it around? The other thing you could do is ask yourself how do people describe your passions or your zeal or your enthusiasm I remember one time I sent an email out to like 15 people and I said hey can you give me a list of five things that you think I'm passionate about (laughs) and it was funny and I have some pretty screwed up friends who come back with some very bad answers for some of them (laughs) But it was awesome because they really did care and they really put some thought into it and they made it funny because they know that's who I am. But when you see this list and you compile it of all your friends and your people that you respect and people that you know you admire, and that's why you asked them to begin with, and they come back and describe you with words or sentences about your, what they think your passions are, what, what makes you enthusiastic, it's incredible to see. And it helped me narrow, narrow things down. Another question I like to ask is, um, who are you inspired by? So who is it in your life that inspires you? Is it someone living or dead? Is it someone famous or not famous? Is it someone that you know, or you don't know, but who inspires you? You know, I have several people living and dead people that I know and don't know who are my inspiration. When when I was a kid, I didn't really have a very strong father figure. And it was 1977 and Superman came out, Christopher Reeve, Superman. And, you know, we didn't have the internet back then and, and all the access to things that you have now. But I remember reading articles about him and seeing clips of how he helped people in real life as an actor, he used his recognition as Superman and and his fame to help others. And he became someone, well, just that symbol for hope for me because I got to see what that was like to really understand how to help people. And then when he had his accident and I was following him and seeing the stories of his family and how his wife never gave up on him and how he was as incredible in the wheelchair as out of the wheelchair. And he suffered and he was depressed and and he was suicidal at times and all of these things, but he never gave up and she never gave up on him. And that taught me what, true love really is. You know, he he was definitely a hero and that family inspired me in so many ways. And it was funny because about five or six years ago, I met someone who kind of had the same upbringing I did and kind of felt the same way about him as like this, you know, father figure that you didn't know, but you kind of felt like you could talk to him in your head as a dad. And, he and I shared some stories and experiences and it was amazing how in alignment we are. Um, and the father that he is today is because he wants to emulate, you know, Christopher Reeve in, in a lot of ways. So when you find someone who inspires you to where they make a difference, it, it, it it's amazing. So make a list of who inspires you. Another question I'd like to ask is, what would your dream job be? You know, if money wasn't an option, if, if status was an option, if time, everything was not an option, and someone said, hey, I'm going to make all your dreams come true, just tell me what you want to do. What is What is your dream job and you can have it? Answer that question. Because for me, my dream job is exactly what I'm doing. So it doesn't feel like work. I have dreamt of being a coach and an author and a public speaker and helping people my entire life and I'm living my dream and how many people could say that? It's amazing. And I want to continue to add more to those dreams and I want to help more people around the world. I want to do more things. And I know that I can. I'm working now to get my book transcribed into different languages because I want to be able to sell it around the world. And that's something that I want for each and every one of you. Another thing I'd like to ask you is, what gives you the most power throughout the day? And what I mean by that is where do you, like all throughout the day, you, you get like the little injections of power from certain things, whether it's songs, whether it's reading inspirational affirmations, you know, whatever, whether it's messages from loved ones, but where do you get the oomph or the juice to go on? Um, for me, one thing that really gets me is uh, when my husband sends me a text and he just says, I love you when we were first introduced to cell phones and we were trying to figure out texting, he's a little bit technology challenge and he didn't understand um, with the texting. Cause back then it wasn't a keyboard. It was, you had to do the the nine, you know, two times, the seven, three times and all these things when texting first came out. But his first, his very first text to me was love you, me. <laughs> and I was like, love you, me. What is that? And he's like, when I asked him, I said, why'd you send love you me? He's like, well, I was trying to say love you. And then it was from me. (laughs) Um, And it just turned into like this inside joke, but randomly throughout the day, he still sends me texts and it just says, love you me. And it's just his way of saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And I hope you're well, and I hope you're having a good day. And then those three little words that energizes me to, to just go. I've been married 32 years. And the fact that I still have a marriage where I get flowers, where I get messages, where I'm held, where I I get all of these wonderful things, is such a blessing in my life. And I get a lot of juice from that. I help a lot of people. But my husband kind of helps me and he re-energizes me. He's, He's an introvert to where I'm an extrovert. And we, he actually had this conversation with me about a week ago and he says, I help you so that, and make sure you're okay so that you can help so many others. So in a way I help others (laughs) and I'm taking credit for everything you do. (laughs) And I was okay with that because it's, it's absolutely the truth. I'm strong to get out there and do things. I'm, I take chances. I do a lot of things. I could not do it if I didn't have that support and that love at home that constantly gives me energy throughout the day with just loving thoughts. And he is way more romantic than I am. And I like that. And He's a way better nurse than I am too. Whenever I'm sick, I'm one of those man flu kind of guys. If I have the slightest call for tickle, you know, it's like, I'm dying. I need to be in ICU. I'm very dramatic about that thing. But then when he's sick, I'm just like, go just go take some NyQuil and go to bed. Leave me alone. (laughs) So it is completely unfair. (laughs) And we're okay with that. Well, at least I am. (laughs) But it, it just comes time to realize that I get a lot of strength from that. And I'm very grateful for my marriage. And I'm very grateful for the man that I am because of that. And I'm very grateful for the man that he is. Another question I like to ask is, how do you like to spend time when you're by yourself when you're working on personal growth or self-evaluation. You know, do, do you meditate? Do you work out? You know, do you go on hikes? Um do you read a book? Do you listen to a podcast? what what is it that you do when you're alone to work on personal growth? Because that's an important question because what do you what is it that you enjoy? You know, some people, when you put a book in their hand and they're like, Hey, you have to read this book. And they're like, no, thank you. You know, but if you give them a audible version or an audio version of the book, they're like, okay, I'll listen to it while I'm driving. So it it just depends. So once you figure out what your learning curve is or what it is you enjoy learning, how you enjoy, how you enjoy it being delivered to you, whether it's YouTube videos, Pinterest, whatever, then when you do want to learn something for real that you're thinking, okay, I need to, I need to really do this. If you can identify how you like to receive or how you learn, you're going to learn that much quicker. For me, I learn from videos. Like when someone does a how-to video or, or, you know, so for for me, YouTube is it. Mm -hmm. I learn so much from YouTube. It's not even funny. If I need to fix something at my home, if I need to fix my car, if I'm looking at a a problem or challenge, I'll start with videos to really try to understand and grasp things. And there's so many tutorials of people online who are doing it, who are sharing their gifts and making me better. So you need to identify what it is with you. You know, is podcasts, is it videos, is it a book? But just know that about yourself because it's going to make you a stronger leader. Another question I want to ask you is how is it that you challenge yourself to get outside your comfort zone? Because getting outside your comfort zone is where you grow. It's where you develop. So how do you challenge yourself? How do you push yourself? This is a a very valid question. And it's one of the the facets and staples of my life coaching is I take someone and I push them outside their comfort zone. But I'm there with them to support them. So I'm the safety net. So I'm never going to push someone so far outside their comfort zone that when they fall. They have no support. That's not what a coach does. And a coach knows the boundaries of a comfort zone. So I see where your comfort zone is, and I see how to push you just a little bit past it. I see how to go a little bit further. But I know that if I push too hard, I'm going to break that bubble. And I never want to do that. And I never have. And that's something that you want from someone who mentors you, someone who pushes you, someone who loves you when you're trying to to really grow in something and you're trying to challenge yourself, get outside your comfort zone. Another question that I like to ask is what fascinates or intrigues you? What is it that makes you go, wow, I love that. I have a friend who's a personal trainer and he loves personal training, but for him, it's all about the science of it. Like he wants to know and he's inf- 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 infatuated with muscles. Like, you know, how is it that a muscle works? What is it? What, you know, and he knows all of the sciency words, and he can speak science and nerd out everything. And I'm just like, dude, just tell me how many dips to do. <laughs> I don't want to know how things are. I don't know what how it works. I said to him once, I said, I just want to go to the sink and turn on the water. I don't want to know where the water comes from. It's the same with muscles. (laughs) And he's like, shut up. You need to learn. (laughs) You know, so he taught me. But it's just, it's things like that, that you really need to, you know, what fascinates or intrigues you. For him, he loves the science behind fitness and that intrigues him. And it makes him an amazing teacher and professor. And it makes him an amazing personal trainer. Another question i like to ask is, when did you show courage? And what made it possible for you to overcome your fear? We all have fear about certain things in life. We all have fear about putting ourselves out there. We all have fear about being authentic. When in your life have you shown courage to overcome a fear? Because if you can identify that, if you can think of three times in your life where you were afraid and then all of a sudden you were like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have 12 seconds of courage and I'm going to do this. And it worked out. And because you were courageous, you overcame your fear. So by writing this down and identifying what this is, it's going to help you with future fears and future challenges because you're going to know some triggers that make you be that help you to show you courage. So you need to identify that. Another question I'd like to ask is. Where have you enhanced other people's lives? And how did that make you feel? This is really valid because if you have changed someone's life for the better, if you have mentored them, if you have done something to change someone's life, whether through monetary help or, you know, just teaching them something or just being there and listening, being a shoulder, then you help someone and you helped enhance their life. How did that make you feel? And this is something I want you to write down the answer to and kind of figure this out because if, if you felt really good because you did this, then let's do it again. Let's put this on autopilot, rinse and repeat, and just keep going. Because it's through this that you're able to identify what, what are your natural talents, what are your natural abilities. Because you have these natural talents and natural abilities, you're able to enhance other people's lives. Another question I like to ask is how do others describe your enthusiasm, attitude, and your style? You know your communication style. How would someone describe your enthusiasm? For me, I'm I'm always positive. I I am a very positive person. But then I know people who are very negative. (laughs) I have some family members that I actually call. I call my sister a storm cloud. I, I said, "You are such a storm cloud." Because as positive as I am, is how negative as she is. But her negativity is that she's like, well, I don't like to, or she says I like to um, expect the worst. That way, when it doesn't happen, I'm I'm happy and surprised. That would not work for me at all. <laughs> and and it's funny because we balance each other out so well in life. I'm very close to my sister. Uh, she she literally is my best friend. And I would do anything for her, and she would do anything for me. And we are four years apart. We weren't raised together you know i was I was raised as an only child she was raised you know as an only child um and she she's my half sister but I don't think of her as my half sister I think of her as my sister you know we are we are really really close and I respect her more than anything one day she'll respect me <laughs> but that's how brothers and sisters are but when you have someone who describes your enthusiasm and your attitude and your style and you know that and you see the differences in other family members and other people in your life. Grab on to that. Grab on to what they say about you, because if they see it, then it's true, and it's a good thing. Another question I like to ask is, how do you see yourself growing personally, professionally, and spiritually over the next five years? Because if you don't add all three of those together, you're missing out on something, because you you can't just grow professionally. I've done that. There was there was a time in my life where I grew professionally so fast and so incredibly well. I got promoted so many times in a short period of time. But I did not grow spiritually or personally during that time. So during this 3-year period, I just grew professionally. So then when I got to the top of what I was going for, when I when my dreams came true, I was not mentally, emotionally or spiritually ready for that success because I wasn't working on all three things at one time. So I need you to think about that. How do you see yourself growing personally, professionally, and spiritually over the next five years? The other thing I want you to think about is in times of stress, what kind of support have you received from others? And has it made a difference in your life? And if it has, you need to write down what kind of support they gave you because that's a cheat sheet right there. What kind of support did they give you? Because that tells you what kind of support you need for the future. And you need to make sure that your support system is aware of this and knows this and that you have it set up. And then another question is just the opposite of that. When did you help someone else in need and how did it make you feel? How did you help them? Why did you help them? What made you help them? And then how did that feel? Because if it felt good, if it made you feel something special, again, rinse and repeat. Identify what it is you like to help with and and go there. There was a time in my life where I really liked helping people with websites. They didn't understand, and I I knew how to build websites, and I'd be like, oh, I'll build you something. You know, I can't do all the snazzy stuff, but I can do a, a basic website for for people. Uh, and I was just friends, but it helped them with their business, and it helped them get started, it helped them get their name out there. It helped some of them become very very successful. <laughs> In fact, they I had one guy who kept he he had a business. I made his first website, and it was only like four or five pages, nothing special. But he kept that for three years, that same website. And he was so successful with it. And I asked him one time, I said, you really need to grow your website. You need, you need to expand on it. He's like, yeah, I know. He says, but I, it means so much to me because it's how I got my start that I don't want to change it. I don't want to change the words and, and change the pictures. But there came to a time where he got so big that he had to. You know, He, need to add, he needed to add in more of the team members. He needed to make it more expanded than what it was because he wasn't a one-man operation anymore but that used to make me feel good when I would do that. So last question to ask you is just what excites you? What is your passion? What brings you joy? Because that's very, very important. And that's going to help you identify your strengths. What excites your passion? That's a very, very big thing. Because when you're passionate about something, is one thing. But when you're excited about your passion, that's another. And that's a whole other question than the very first question that I asked that said, what do you enjoy doing? Because what you enjoy doing is one thing. But what excites your passion about that thing, that is the secret sauce. And that's what I want you to figure out and I want you to realize. So when you know what your strengths are, And then you share them with others. You're going to make them shine too. It's the truth. I guarantee you with these questions that I just asked you, if you can identify them, if you come up with them, and you start sharing this part of you with others, you're going to inspire them. You're going to help them to grow. They're going to help you to grow. And you become connected in a way that you never really thought of before. And it's so amazing. And it's going to allow you to be proud of yourself. So I hope this helped. My book is on sale on my website. It's called "You Are a Gift to the World." My website, my website, is uh, DaveShut dot com. Uh, I also have DaveShutConsulting That's that's my consulting business. You can you can check it at either one. Uh, it's also on Amazon, so I'll put some links in the description below. Please check it out. And if you like it, leave a review. That would mean a lot. If you guys would leave a review for my podcast, that'd be something that'd be kind of cool, too. Uh, I got six messages last week from people around the world uh, who were asking for some advice. And I was—I always answer everybody who sends anything to me. But I got one very special message from some from a listener last week and i reached out to him and we talked for a little bit and I helped him through something and it was one of those things where it's the reason that I got into this and I'm very proud and privileged that you guys take the time out of your day to listen to me and uh, it means a lot and I hope that I help so everybody have a great week I'll talk to you later Thanks for listening
0: to the Coaching for Leaders podcast with Dave Shep. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you like the show, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you know someone searching for their life purpose, be sure to tell them about the show. Find Dave at Facebook.com slash Dave Shep Consult and on Instagram at Dave Shep Consulting or Visit the website at www.daveshepconsulting.com.